All right, let's see. We should be coming. Okay, all right. So now I see modern technology for right. you, <laughs> Randy. Yeah, so we're back here on once again here on Couch Coach Live on the lights here on a Wednesday night edition of Couch Coach Live. What's going on, Maui? What's up, man? How you yeah, doing? Man. Good, man. Yeah, another week just grinding. Uh, we got a great show lined up for your night. We'll have our guest, our boy P Shark, is going to be in the building shortly. So we'll, um, you know, get to get talk with him. We'll talk about this the Bradley Bill trade and also in his wheelhouse, uh, um, John Morant's suspension. Uh, we'll also talk about um, Kevin Garnett defending Zion Williamson, and we're gonna and we're gonna ask the the, the million dollar question. Is Zion a generational talent? And what is a generational talent? <laughs> what is a generational talent? Yeah, we're, we're definitely going to talk about that in the show tonight. Right. And then, um, I'm, 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 guys, I'm sorry. This is the second week in a row we're going to talk about NCAA 25. We're about to go down another rabbit hole. I, I, I'm so sorry if you, you know, NCAA, NCAA football 25 is, is very near and dear to me. As many of us gamers, it's near and dear. So I'm we're going down this rabbit hole. I'm trying not to jump out the window because I'm scared we ain't getting this game. I'm trying to. That's why I'm, I'm kind of all all three of y'all helping me right. cope through this because we need a game. So we're gonna talk right. about that as well, and uh, we'll put a nice bow on the show with that's concerned. So what we we'll do? We'll kick that intro and then we'll bring in our guy P Shark. So we'll be right back. Let's kick that intro and we'll be back shortly. <laughs> And we like that. And we're here back here on Couch Coach Live. Before we get started, um, this week's Couch Coach Live is powered by the good folks at Goalie. Head over to goalie.com. I mean, goalie.com. Use our promo code Couch Coach to get yourself 10% off at checkout. So we're back here on uh, Couch Coach Live. Let's see. Let's see. Where's where, where, where P Shark at? We're going to. Um, <laughs> he should be coming back shortly. There we go. I think he get ready to come back in in a frame. So I think we are all set here. So we'll bring in our guest, bring in our guy. What's going on, P Shark? I ain't what to do. How y'all doing? I'm good, man. Representing that 901. What's going on, <laughs> <laughs> my boy? <laughs> no, man, man. It's always good, man. Appreciate the invite, Chris. Uh, nice to meet you, Maui. What's up, homie? Yeah, so we here back in again. I got P Shark. Let's be real media. What's going on, man? Hey, not much to try. Hey, life. <laughs> for sure, for sure, yeah. for sure. So uh we definitely gotta talk about this. Uh it's funny, you know, we're you know less than 24 hours away from the NBA draft, and we always know there's always gonna be some NBA headline stories that kind of garner some stuff pre pre-draft. So um Bradley Bill. So Bradley Bill was traded 
um, to the Phoenix Suns. Obviously, in that deal, the Suns did receive Bradley Bill, Jordan Goodwin, and our guy Isaiah Todd, John Marshall, stand up 804, 804 legend for real, prep, prep legend in, in 804. And also, the Wizards end up getting Chris Paul, uh, Landry Shamit, multiple second round picks, and multiple pick swaps. Um, I'm gonna go with you first, Peach. Your thoughts on this uh trade, um, for this, um, for the Suns getting Bradley Bill and now having a quasi big three in Phoenix. First off, a, a wild trade. Um, I guess you know, Bradley Bill somehow negotiated a no trade clause, <laughs> he got to choose where he wanted to go. And you know, me, I'm a Jimmy Butler fan, so I want him to go to Miami. Join up with Jimmy, but seeing right. as you know, I saw second round picks involved. I knew like Miami offered first round picks. I knew they were trying not to offer Tyler Hero, so they let me know like uh, he chose to go to Phoenix for them to get some second round picks back for him. So really, I mean, I don't know if it really helps Phoenix. I think they, in my opinion, they're still the same. They still mm-hmm. need more around the three. And that's a heck of a big three to have. So right. don't, don't get that twisted. But I don't know if that makes them better than Denver. And yeah. you really need a, a better big man or a big man that's more engaged than Aiton. And that might be the key to everything. You didn't trade Aiden in that trade. So you can use him to get back multiple pieces to kind of fit out the rest of your roster. So that might be the key for the rest of the way for them. As a Washington, yeah, they screwed themselves up by giving them no trade calls. It started there, and yeah. now you know. I, I don't even know. I talked to somebody today. I was like, I don't even know if you call it a rebuild. I, I don't even know what you call it. It's worse than a rebuild. You <laughs> you turn your best player, you really pretty much got nothing. So you got to hope that you can get some value. Chris Powell, um, you got a little bit back. You know, the trade happened today with Chris Despazingas, but it's still based on what you probably should get back for two players adult of that caliber. They didn't get anything back nearly to what you would think that they should get for a rebuild. Yeah. Uh, what you got, Maui? What are your thoughts well, on this trade? Um, you know, P P right, man. They basically the same. Like I looked at, I I felt like Phoenix's secret was was like Malik. Um, I might say it's wrong, but I'm not messing his name up. Malik Bridges, and I looked at the numbers. It's almost identical. You know what I mean? Their height is about the same. So now he basically got a. To, I don't want to say a better Bridges, but I'm going to say a better Bridges. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, like, it basically really is. It's just that they got KD. He basically is KD is definitely a better cam. You know what I mean? So, and I think by having, they kept assistant manager. I mean, assistant manager. I'm tripping. Um, assistant um, coach there. And then by having Frank Vogel there. I think Frank Vogel is really going to help somehow. I think he's going to help. I know everybody's saying that they might get rid of Aiton. But I think he may help Aiton because he's always played. He played basketball a specific way, and he can go through the big man. Like he's got all, he's always had big guys, and they all when he has um, a, a, a nice sized big man, he tends to do well. I'm talking about Frank Vogel. Like he's he's mm-hmm. over the Hibbert, you know what I'm saying? McGee McGee had his best year in L.A. with with Frank Vogel being there. So they're gonna everybody's saying the issue with the Suns now is they worried about defense, and I'm like, you got KD there. I think Booker could play a little defense. And I think Bill, they got to stay Bill, when you are the star player, like Bill's probably like, bet, all I'm still going to get paid. All I got to do really play a little defense, team defense, and shoot. Because he's really a shooter. You know what I mean? That's what I know him for. And he's like, all I got to do is knock down some shots and play some team defense. 
man, life is going to be so much better for me than it was when I was playing with the Wizards. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think – I don't know how the Wizards is going to be, but I think Chris Paul may play better with, with guys that are not really stars. Like, he did good with OKC to me. Not saying OKC had no stars, but I'm going to say OKC didn't have no stars. You know what I mean? But I think he did well with them. I think they overachieved when he played there. You know what I mean? Um, that's my take on it. Then um, I think their owner was very – when he basically gave them the no-trade clause, I think he – him John Wall and Bill, I think he – I don't know if he just was a team or players, a player's owner or something like that, but he seemed like – he really looked out for them because I think that kind of messed John Wall up getting that big contract. You know what I mean? It was hard for people to trade him. And I think it made him look a, a specific way. People forgot how good John Wall was. So that's my take, though. I'm sorry. Yeah. It, yeah. One thing I think about the Lord working mysterious ways. Right. Because at the end of the day, I'm so glad Monty Williams got fired. He can go to Detroit. He getting mm-hmm. getting more money. He got yeah. access to the private jet. He get right. health care. Because Lord knows this 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 Phoenix State is gonna be a mess. I mean, so? yes, because the only th- the thing about it is, especially like how Frank Vogel wants to play like defensively, mm-hmm. they, they, he's a liability. Yeah. These guys are liabilities. The only thing about it that don't I don't like about this is like like almost with, with P. Shark now is with it. They gotta do something with Aiden. They gotta get some pieces because they can't. They, there's there won't be no mid level guys that they can get because there's those three guys command so much. Well, really the four guys really absorb all the caps. So they all they gonna get minimum guys. Hell, we might have a chance to play for the Phoenix Suns if we want the minimum because it's that it's that bad because you can't. They can't afford anybody else besides mm. those four. They gotta you know they can get the, you know they can get you know the guys. But you know, so, you know they can't they they can't get any mid level guys. So that's going to be the problem I think going forward with this team. And at, you know, especially when if you're trying to compete with like the Denver's of the world, even mm-hmm. the Lakers of the world, like those type of teams, you know, you 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 gonna need those type of mid level kind of guys uh, with that. I mean, the big three that's all great and all, but you still need to fill out this roster, and this roster is has a lot of holes in it. So. Had a lot but, of holes for years, right? And it's even worse mm-hmm. now, yeah, because you can't fix it. I mean, yeah, you 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 patch one part of the the, the ceiling, yeah. but the roof is gone. Like, I mean, ain't that in theory? But you know, so what you, I mean, it's just one of those. So rare. you think the best bet is them to get rid of eight and then try to get something? Oh yeah, for him. to get some. You yeah. gotta get multiple. You gotta get some pieces. pieces. You gotta get yeah. yeah. You gotta get multiple pieces. You get at least because what he make about he's like at 30, 30, 40 ish, right around that range. So you can maybe you can get like three guys that make make maybe make it like 10, 15 mil a year. Like you get two, you get three 10 mil guys. That'll help kind of fill that roster. I don't know if how you're gonna get those or who those three guys would be. But that's I think you said that's the only way I can think that this could conceivably work if you take Aiden off. But I'm kind of thinking on your end too, Mal, where I think they're going to keep Aiden because that's the reason why they got rid of Monty Williams, I think, in my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Too. So it's like either one or the other. And we know usually in the case, the coach goes for the player. And, so. and it's weird because they, you know, I'm sitting here thinking as you talk to them, I'm like, damn, Chris Paul came there and he took them over the top. But you know what I mean? And I'm like, he's gone now. So I know KD is there, but 
I, I mean, not, I'm not saying, you know, I know Kevin Durant is there, but yeah, you know, I'm just sitting here <laughs> thinking, like, are they back to where they were? Yeah. And yeah. If, in the Wizards situation, I mean, Chris Paul can get bought out. He's going back home to LA. It's something I don't know if you're going. Yeah, I, I he might be going back to the Clippers. He's not going or back to going, LA. Going to I got the Clippers. Uh, going well, Clippers. the trade today might stop that. <laughs> yeah. So also, too, I did want to kind of talk about. I know you talked about a little bit earlier, Pichot. Also, too, just from the angle from the Wizards' perspective, where um, they got they trade another piece, Porzingis, to Boston. And then, and then um, the Clippers end up getting Malcolm Brogdon, and then the Wizards got Marcus Morris. So. <laughs> 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 and I understand the Wizards are going through a whole overall. They got a new GM and all that, but I mean, we got to start to this Wizards of how bad this Wizards team going to be. I'm going to go with you first, Pete Shark. How bad? How bad is going to be this year? And. I want to say who's that Charlotte had 10 wins one year, you know, the Wizards might have a shot at it, but let's see how the rest of the offseason go because you can get a bunch of gritty players like how Brooklyn got last year. You can get a bunch of, you know, get a bunch of guys that's going to play hard and get you close to 20 wins. So it, let's see how the rest of the offseason play out, see what they, uh, you know, they I think they had a number eight draft pick, see if they hit on that pick, player becomes something. Also, I think they got a first in this trade as well, a late first. I think they got Clippers first, if I'm mistaken. I'll double check, yeah. but. Uh, they they definitely got hit on their picks. Yes, this is like no room to miss. Right. <laughs> Your thoughts, Maui? Man, it's it's so weird because they've had chances. Like, you know, my, I don't watch them. My, my pops watch them. You know what I mean? And he was like, they shouldn't have got rid of Dinwiddie. He said Dinwiddie was trying to be a leader of the team. Then they Westbrook shouldn't have left. You know what I mean? Because he actually pushed them. And you know what I mean? It's a lot of little things. They've had chances just to at least make it to the play in. And that's, you know, it's funny. That's why I think the mentality should be for a lot of teams that you that you feel like is at the bottom. It's like, man, we could just get to the play-in and then figure out a way <laughs> to get it to the playoff. Anything can happen because that's really – you can have a team that they could say is ranked or ranked six that probably people looking at we winning a championship or seven or something like that and then mess around and losing the play-in. And you're like, oh, man, we here. You know what I'm saying? So let's just come up with something. That's my mentality, but I don't think they're going to be in anything. They ain't been in anything for a very, very long time. Gilbert Arenas is ain't ain't running through there. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of dudes aren't running in there. Um, my thing is about Porzingis. Like, what's up? Ain't nobody going to start talking about Porzingis. Like, I believe there's opportunity there for him. He's a big boy. He can shoot, but he just get hurt too much. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. What What's going on? Like, what's yeah. No one, yeah, I know, I know, yeah, I know one thing. It's gonna take the heat off the Commanders because Lord knows the Wizards gonna be the the worst team in in the district. So <laughs> the pressure has been lifted. We can play some football and don't get criticized, honestly. But it it's 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 gonna be terrible. I, um, it's like the Wizards gonna, be, but I know they understand that they gotta, you know, that they gotta, um, you know, rebuild. Um, and you know, and they go, you know, essentially clean house. Uh, yeah, this roster is going to be, uh, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a rough year this year. And, who's the you best, know, who's the best mm-hmm. player right now? Like, <laughs> I mean, 
Yeah, yeah, technically, he yeah. He's still there. Yeah, yeah, he's still there. He's still there for now. You because know. think about it. Rui, I mean, Rui wasn't working out, but Gone, you try him to right. the Lakers, yeah, and you see what he's doing in the playoffs. I don't know. Who would be that best player? Like, I mean, I don't know. You know what? Danny. Now I want to go down a rabbit hole. Danny? I'm, probably. <laughs> Kuzma? But he nah, opted he out. Opted out. Oh, that's right. He opted out. That's right. <laughs> And I, you know what? I don't know. You uh, know what? Monty Moore. If Monty Moore is there, right? Monty Moore is, yeah. What's the uh, other dude what? that got traded? I think from 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 um from the Suns. Uh, uh Landry Shamit. Ma- Shamit, yeah, that's their best player. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, Monty Morris. Uh, who else you got in there? Ooh. Daniel Gaffer. He was. I mean, he was a bull once upon a time. He was all right. I mean. <laughs> Anthony McGill, yeah, Denny, Denny probably Denny, you know what? Denny might be their best player. I mean, we say it in the jokingly matter, but it's kind of true. I mean, not really. But, um, yeah. But, yeah, the, the one I really feel real, really bad for is like West Ellensdale Jr. I think I, I don't think he's going to survive this clean this cleanup with the Wizards. So, and that's that's how I'm just like you know usually when these these happen, there's always somebody that's gonna be in the crossfire, and I think it's gonna be West Unsell Jr. So what do you think they really trying to do? Like, are they trying to get some free agents? Like, what are they doing? They just clean the house, yeah, because you know they got a new GM, right? But so he just what two three weeks ago, I think that new GM clean house, and he's not trying to get no free agents. He's not trying. He just players. That's the legit definition of cleaning house because he ain't even like bringing nothing in. Yeah. It's like it's a straight cleaning yeah, house. Yeah, for now, yeah. <laughs> and we got to figure out where where the problem is, you know. But the thing about <laughs> it is, but it, it's weird because with the wizard situation, it's and I think it's just I think it's just more so of getting everything all the, putting the pieces together for the cleanup. So now, because kind of because if you you know if you're like a, a spiral free if you're a free agent, would this even be a place that you would want to go to? Because it's a new GM, that you know the coach could probably be influxing. Obviously, when when a new general manager comes into town, you know the next person, probably the next to go is the coach. So it's kind of I don't know. I mean, this is pain. If you like you said, if you if you bought bought your money, you don't even care. But you know, if you, you know, it's it's an interesting it's an interesting place though. To so say what the do least. you think they should start with a point guard, a score? What do you think? You think they you think Fred should go there? It, but that's the thing where it's weird because, like, in like to to P. Shark's point, what are you gonna do? With, I think tomorrow is gonna be a big deal. Like, who with an A pick? Even though this, they're not gonna get a school Henderson. They may not mm-hmm. get the twins. They may, you know, they're not gonna get Wimby. But will they get somebody in this draft that they can kind of somewhat be, at least be a building piece for the future? And then I think it's just more so if, if I think because you really don't know what's their general manager's identity at this point, as far as who you know who to build That's around. But and and I get why he did what he did because do you really want really wanted to build around like a Bradley Bill? Did you want to build around a Christoph Porzingis? I always you felt know? like when you look at Bradley's Bill's number, like he wasn't like a 28. 30 point guy he was really a 17 22 guy like he really a third option like i said he's really a shooter that can score he's like a to me a low budget devin Booker. you know what i mean <laughs> a 
better yep. Tobias Harris. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? When you look at his numbers, that's exactly what it shows you. I was like, damn, I thought he was better. I thought he scored. I thought he was better than that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. no, I couldn't. I wouldn't be able to build around him. Yeah, and I think I mean I, I get where they come from. So I like it's just it's interesting what they're gonna do tomorrow. And I think tomorrow night is gonna be the beginning of it where we're gonna see what what's their mentality and what's gonna what they're gonna build around. Okay. So yeah, but I, I I'm, I'm glad that I'm glad the wizard tanking. <laughs> <laughs> I just be be hundred percent real with you. Photo. That's what we try to say. What are you taking for? Do we know what San Antonio was taking You know what? I what are you taking for, yeah. homie? Like, top next year. <laughs> top next year. That's what, like, it's crazy. Like, we try to get a new arena, so we say we go go astray. <laughs> shoot. Because I don't know, like you said, I don't know who would be the number one draft pick come next year. I mean, because I, I know people going to say, well, what about Bronny? Like, dude. No, no. Number one draft pick. No. That number one, I mean, he unless he gonna be like a Corey McGetty or my nephew Marvin Williams, and be a six man off of, of, of a, a a good quality team, I don't know if that's gonna happen, you know. But we shall see. But you know, it you is. You know what? what it they is. probably is taking so you commanders can you know just in case y'all go one and fifteen. <laughs> you know, say so we we won a game. Cause I don't know. I forgot what was it. Um, Man, it might be that. Remember that? I don't know. They might be taking for the dude, the one that um, DJ be talking about, uh, A Day Amara, the dude oh, yeah. from um, from um, oh, where he from? Um, like from Spain. Yeah, he from Spain. The dude from Spain. I know people been talking about him. They might be, you know, because he he fits that new mold. You know, I think he's like six eight, six nine. I forgot what was his um, his dimensions, but he's. Um, Oh, he's seven three. He said, "Oh, wow, he's seven Wow. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. I mean, yeah. Let Chris Paul go where he need to go. Right. <laughs> Set him free. <laughs> yeah, you don't Out. need you don't need no you don't need no good players on this team next year. Get, get that seven three dude from Spain. <laughs> he'll fit right right. He'll fit right well in 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 the district. <laughs> so. Fellas, we got to talk about Ja Morant. So, obviously, you know, this is a perfect time to bring in our guy, <laughs> P-Shark. This is in his wheelhouse. So, he had oh, to bring in my Pete. guy to get him. Yeah, so, ja obviously. Yeah. Tell us how you really yeah. feel. There's a parade in my city. Nah, <laughs> not this year. <laughs> in the streets, yeah. Facts. So, uh, Ja Morant, um, obviously, on Friday, he was spending for 25 games. And this is stems from after the uh, Instagram live video, um, and, uh, day before Mother's Day, where he was on IG live uh, displaying a gun, um, and obviously other past discretions. He was previously suspended eight games for um, him flashing a gun on Instagram live in February. I think it was February or March. It was in March. It was in March at the uh, Colorado Strip Club. So obviously, um, in that, so he'll be suspended for the twenty-five games for the first. First 25 games of the 2023-24 NBA season. Um, he'll lose up to $7.6 million. And with that suspension, he won't be eligible for any NBA awards or an all-star game appearance. So, did they get it right, P-Shark, or no? Nah? Yep, I think they did. I know some were thinking, well, it's all, everybody all would play. Some people think he got too much. A lot of people think he, he didn't get enough. Um, I think 25 games is just about what I doubt. 
I knew there's no way, you know, Malcolm Bridge now, not Malcolm, Miles Bridges got 30 games and he actually had domestic assault uh, or domestic violence. I knew he, if he got that, the player association already trying to get him to uh, appeal this one. If he got that, that would have been a revoke. Like, <laughs> that was like, in no way, because he technically still hadn't actually committed an actual crime. But the optics of it, you know, you just playing a gun and goes off everything he's done over the last year that, you know, living in Memphis. I started to find out about Star Danny on the Pacers incident. Then you go back to last summer, we heard about the whole thing with the high school kid. And yeah. I didn't know a gun was involved on that one until <laughs> recently in boy, March. I did his first incident on Instagram Live. Then he had the stuff going on. Some His sister um, had a volleyball game, a basketball game. Some got to it, someone, and he got called up there. Then mama called him up the finish line because she got into it somewhere. So it's he <laughs> it, just gonna get a better circle, including family. Like you need to one his family you need to do better. You can't call Jabarin for your problems. Like how, why are you calling him? <laughs> um then you go to his friends, D Tap, that's the main the guy, the last video, that was the friend that he was the one that let that got uh, kicked out the fittest form pretty much for the rest of the season band for that Indiana Pacers incident. So he just got to you now he's going through the young phase uh, more than mo- most young NBA players go through. And, you know, I hate and one thing about being in Memphis, we had the national media perception of trying to blame me on Memphis because I don't see Jaron Jackson Jr. getting in trouble. I don't see Jason Bain like John Rand on the president doing, you know, getting in trouble. So it's not a Memphis city of Memphis thing. But yeah, hopefully John Morant, he got these 25 games. I don't know what all the, I think that's what the Players Association probably is. They don't know the parameters of the, the things, the goals he got to accomplish to get back on the court in the 25 games. So, I mean, I'm hoping that it's actually real stuff that he's actually going to do and not just go to a thing resort wherever he went to in Florida for a week, then come back and say, hey, everything good. No, actually think about your decisions and actually get better. So I'm just hoping and, you know, hoping he actually gets better this time and do better because get do something else again, get in trouble again, you get getting a problem the whole season. So you you better go ahead and think about your actions now and get in line if you want to be a you know a superstar in the NBA for a long time. For sure, for sure. Mal, what's your thoughts on um, John? I don't think it's it was too much, man. I think I really think it's as much because I think Adam Silver is um under understanding guy, and he made him look bad. You know what I mean? And that's part of it. And it's like. Me personally, I, I something like that happened um, to somebody close to me, and I was like, "Man, you probably need to sit him on the bench. Don't don't put him on punishment and blah blah blah. But let him sit on the bench and let him watch his team lose by him not being being able to play. You know what I mean? And that crushed him. You know what I mean? And he changed right after that. I think that's the other thing. Um, you could say fine, but it's something you know man like for me i always say people forget they act like we forget about the past and it's like this is basically a lot of stars and celebrities do this especially athletes when mm-hmm. from the time they come in like i mean i we always praising him because memphis did change and then you was looking at another player that they that that went number one that we're going to talk about later and it just seemed like he like josh should have been the number one pick like almost like you know what I mean, and everything was happening. You could see, you felt the energy. They had swag, but the only issue is they did not have any 
veteran players on that team. I would like to see some better assistant coaches too, because we're yep. starting to see how important <laughs> his assistant coaches is. Because what was it, Popeye Jones? What's his name? That was um, a Denver coach that was crying. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. so, those assistant coaches are very, very important because I'm sure they deal with certain players they have because nobody on that team, everybody have their own mental, um, their own perception, you know, perspective. I'm sorry, perspective. They own like mental toughness. Some of people you can't yell at. Some people you can't be straight up. You got to talk to them a certain way. It's very important. You know what I mean? You have to realize some people come from different backgrounds, so you can't talk to them a certain way. You know what I mean? That's that's very important. You know what I mean? And that's one of the main things. I don't think they had any veteran players that was able to. I mean, you had Steven Adams. You know what I'm saying? But he tried. He tried. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got your back. He tried. But, you know, it just didn't work out. So I'm happy. I hate to say that I'm happy this happened, but it's a bunch of players, yeah. man. Dennis Rodman, Ron Artest. We can go on and on and on that went through this. I remember Ronald Ted said he wanted to take off for a year to uh, promote his CD. Yeah, I remember that. Like, you yep, know what I'm saying? Like, we've seen this before. So it's like, you know, you can at least show, hey, man, it ain't the end of the world. A lot of these guys did these things, but you can overcome. Like, I think Ronald Tess is a perfect person to go talk to him. You know, you see how he used to be. And, you know, he said, now, man, I didn't understand mental illness. I didn't understand these things. But we understand because his father was a, a vet. And raised him a certain way you know what i mean he really he didn't understand communication he didn't understand certain things so basically man i think it's i think it's perfect for him you know what i mean and hopefully they build the team the team would be okay they won't be bad off by the time he come back yeah yeah i thought it was fair and i and i thought it was going to be right around that same because you think about he got suspended for eight games uh the previous trans 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 um you know, previous situation. So I figured, hey, either they were going to double or triple that suspension, which in this case, they tripled it. And like you said, if it was more than, than 25 games, like mm-hmm. you said, you you, you would have said a, a, a president that would have, like you said, it would have probably, the, the Players Association would have burnt down uh, the NBA wow. building. I mean, literally, they, you know, every player would have came down there and, and, and protest that because you, you this is something that, like you said, if you could, you know, Miles Bridges get 30 games and we seen, you know, the evidence of said, you know, of said incident. Mm-hmm. So, you know, compared to something like this, it's almost like you had to give him 25. Now, like you said, if it is a situation where he does this again, then, hey, we can give that proof and say, hey, this, you know, like you said, he may not be as lucky if he does this again. He could be potentially be suspended for 50 games or be out for the whole entire year. But um, like you said, I hope it is a wake-up call for him. I hope this does give him an opportunity to actually sit down and actually think about all this. And, you know, hopefully this will change, his, you know, change everything because he's at such a turning point in his career where, you know, he's, and, you know, he's still beloved. He's still loved. He's still got the Nike deal. So this is, you know, hey, all right, this is a wake-up call. I need to wake up. I need to make sure I don't get myself caught up in this type of stuff. And like you said, um, P-Shark, look, I'm the Messiah. Don't call me for nothing. Like, you know, if some, okay, if you get jammed up, don't mention my name. Like, if something, if something happens, you get somebody else to handle it. I am a, you know, I am an NBA player making hundreds of millions of dollars. I cannot go out here and, and, and play street justice, you know, like you said, at the finish line. 
So, you know, and that's one thing, too, where you got to realize the circle that he's around, too, and he got to reevaluate. It's like he got a lot to reevaluate because mm-hmm. it's just one of those where he really it's, it's, it could be a really dangerous situation for him. I mean, you know, yeah. especially especially how this world is set up where especially like the, like the perception when it comes to guns and, you know, they know you got it. So they go, you know, they might try to pull mm-hmm. something on you. Right. And they know, yep. you know, oh, if you if you pull it, you know that I mean pause. <laughs> pause. <laughs> wow for that. You no. wow for that was yeah, wow. Pause. <laughs> no, but like they know if you if if you're you know if you're in a position that you you know you're gonna shoot first and ask questions last in right. the sense, so, you know, without you no know, without the vernacular. But um, you pull that yeah. gun out now, you do anything like that, these camera phones are on you. Right, they're gonna and, be on you. Yeah, and people are gonna pay to get those um those pictures too. Yeah, yep. and like you said, and because that could be a situation, right? It's it's so many things that he can open himself up to mm-hmm. in the event if if those type of transactions happen, trans transgressions happen again. Right, and you you just hoping like you know he can. This is the the perfect time, like you said. Hope this is an opportunity where he can reach out to guys like vets. He can reach out to people. To you know, and 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 get that type of mentorship that he needs, and you know, and like you said, it, let it be actionable stuff. Don't let it, like you said, be in the facility, and then you know, talk with Jalen Rose a week later, you know, that type of stuff. So right. you know, he just, and let's hope the best for him because this is such a turning point for his career. And I want, I want him to have that longevity. I want him to be the face yeah. of Memphis. I want him to be the face of a, of of this team. I want him to be a a, a star. Because you know, especially you know, we're at a point now where we got you know Steph, Steph and LeBron is getting ready. You know, leave leave this league soon, and we need a face. We need somebody you know a marketable uh, quantity, uh, a marketable individual for this league. And hopefully, Jaw can you know can get his act together and keep doing his thing. But yeah, hey, Peace, I got a question. Yep. How's Memphis? How the people of Memphis feeling about Jaw right now? Uh, we got his back. <laughs> they all love him. <laughs> I haven't seen anybody. It's like, hey, right. you got your, you got your few bad, kind of racist type of people. Right. It's like, hey, trade them, get them out. But yeah, right. it, it's most of the majority. We all here. We got his back. I know Jaron Jackson on uh, uh, Paul George's podcast. Like, hey, got his back. So Keep I have going. another question. How do y'all feeling about the coach and how the coaches handle it? And is the coach able to? They, I was, how is the coaches him and the coaches relationship? As far as I know, it's good. And then Taylor Jenkins is a player's coach. Okay. Um, now we get frustrated by him for other reasons in his uh, you know, adjustments in game. But <laughs> as we getting along with players, yeah, as far as I know, him and Josh has a really good relationship. But he did hint at like after the first gun incident, he mm-hmm. did hint at they were they. I guess they knew things. I guess all the other incidents, right. and they was trying to help him and steer him in the right direction. And then just all. Just blew up and it blew up in their face. So I think lately he has gotten a little more frustrated with the things going on as as mm-hmm. you should. Like Adam Silver got frustrated by it, but um, I haven't heard anything else about you know their relationship deteriorating and things since okay. then. Yeah, cool. Show to tell the Jenkins. 1984 stand up. Y'all already know who it is. <laughs> it's, that, it's, that, it's, that, it's that fraternity, like no other. One more. What, what do you think Memphis need, man? To Cause you know I, I'm sure y'all y'all lost y'all losing Dylan Brooks right? Yes. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. We no, don't want him okay. for a while. 
Who, what do what do y'all need then to go over to get over? We need a true three. Well, one a veteran. I think that's about a veteran since we traded Jay Crowder and Jay Crowder was, and Jay Crowder was the perfect like veteran Josh rookie year and Josh really was. They had a tight relationship. Josh looked up to him, and I that's really felt like so we should just. Kill him. You know why I say that? Because that's exactly what happened to Rondo when they got rid of Perkins. Rondo changed and he became yep. a problem. You know that? Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. And you know what? I'm happy you said that, man. So I'm gonna start saying that. Like, you know what? Y'all, they should have kept Crowder. You know, and I think Crowder looking for a, a place like that. You know what I mean? That he could be used in different ways. That's crazy. I ain't. Ne- that's great. That's great yeah. info. But love to bring yeah. it back. And that's the thing. He's always and that's crazy because we always link him to somebody. Like as far as any like championship contending team, because I remember like um, Milwaukee, because we thought mm-hmm. Milwaukee he was gonna be that piece. Right. You know, especially coming off being fresh off of injury. Well, not fresh off injury, but not playing for what, almost like seven months. Right. Because I think mm-hmm. he ain't played until, you know, when he was with Phoenix, he ain't play, uh, you know, until like February, you know, until yeah. he went to Milwaukee. But yeah, he's always been that, he's that glue guy. And like you said, he's right. somebody, um, you, he's he's somebody we can, we'll talk about every summer. Like, hey, if he goes here, it could be the difference. Because I was really shocked that it didn't go right with him in, in uh, in, in Milwaukee, but yeah, 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 yeah. And, I, of, yeah. and also, along with veteran Memphis, really needs a true three and D wing. Um, the problem with Dylan Brooks was great defensively, mm-hmm. but he led us in shot attempts a lot of nights or right. second, like the pecking order is Ja, Bane, Jaron, and some Ja first, Bane, and Jaron, two, three, they alternate, then mm-hmm. Dylan, but Dylan would be. You know, you think he's the man and Jacob shot. Saying, I guess because he was he was here before all of them. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah. he couldn't switch the switch to like fall in line in the picking order once they all got here. And to me, he was the one, he's not scared of Steph. Like he loves that mm-hmm. challenge. That's yeah. one thing I got. I was like, man, because every time they would play an important game, except for when they cheated and they grabbed Jaws knee, I felt like yeah. Jordan Poole. Um, they couldn't <laughs> beat them. Like the Warriors couldn't beat them. You know what I mean? But anyway, word. Yeah. <laughs> Probably could beat him now. <laughs> Do you think y'all need to keep going Steven, to Steven Adams? You say what? Do you think y'all should keep Adams? I, I'm either way. I think – I don't mind if we keep him, but I, I put it this way. IGM said we built around Jaron, Ja, and Bane after that. Mm-hmm. Whoever come and goes, as long as it's fit around them three. That's how let's that's go, Lakers. Go get Adams. He just said it. That's all we need. Yeah, because okay, cool. the thing is, they had this knee injury under wraps, and we mm-hmm. still are kind of like, Is he okay? <laughs> like, because he was right. supposed to come back this season. Then all of a sudden, it's like, right. Oh, yeah, for the season. It's like, Hold on. So, is this a long term thing? Is it so? We're kind of like, We don't need both him and Brandon Clark coming off these major injuries, and right now, one of them get back to their level. So, it's that's why I'm kind of like, We could get rid of him for somebody else. Like, right? do what you gotta do. He come off the bench. Let's go, baby. <laughs> so it's funny. Um, so like we talked about earlier uh, about the NBA draft. Um, obviously tomorrow the San Antonio Spurs will select uh, Victor Wembanyama, who we all deem as a not we as a, as a collective, but as far as NBA media type, we consider him a uh, generational talent. So. Um, so Kevin Garnett and obviously we know Kevin Garnett and uh, Paul Pierce have a podcast called the Ticket and the True Podcast. 
So they talked about, you know, Zion Williams, um, you know, everything is going on, you know, you know, non-basketball and the basketball um, portion of him, of, of his tales at this point. So, so Kevin Garnett pretty much defended Zion, pretty much said that the Pelicans shouldn't trade for him and, and that he's a generational talent. So how I want to kind of preface this in a sense, uh, do you agree with KG as far as that the Hornets should, I'm not the Hornets, but the Pelicans should trade him and is, is he a generational talent? I'm going to go with you first, P-Shark, what you got? Yeah, I agree with him. I think, and I mean, unless you just get blown away with a trade offer that you just yeah. can't refuse. But yeah, I know my main thing. This his particular off court stuff has nothing to do with basketball, right? <laughs> right. He's not even responding, and finally her Twitter account got suspended, so we ain't got to see it no more. Thank <laughs> God. Twitter, hopefully not <laughs> for any Thank other God. platform. But I just think it's it's injuries. This is the biggest thing. He hasn't finished. I don't think he's finished the season. Where I guess his rookie year, the bubble, he did. He played in a bubble, but ever since then, he's either got hurt. That's when he got the foot injury. Second year, missed the rest of the season. Missed his whole third season. This year, had hamstring injury and missed the rest of the season. So it's kind of like at some point you got to finish the season. But Joe and B didn't finish the season. He didn't play all his first two years. Then he only played thirty-one games his third year. So you know, looking at that example, you have to go ahead and ride it out. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. What you got, Mal? I think it was great that KG even brought it up and he said it because you start thinking, like you said, Joel Embiid, and then you start thinking, like, yo, it took Seth seven years. And it took Seth a minute, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Before yep. they could realize, let's, let's do this. And it, to me, it makes the, the Pelicans look some type of way, like they haven't figured out a way to get this young man because you know what? He's not even the first option with the Pelicans. That's what makes them dangerous. To me you know what i mean he's not even like the main guy he's just like the points he get you'd be like damn he got 25 <laughs> you know what i mean and then he's like damn you know what i mean like it's you look at ingram you look at uh mccullum you look at a lot of and they and when he's there they're dangerous you know what i mean and they got to know that you know and i feel like the pelicans are right there too um no i'm not getting rid of him unless it's got to be something extremely and you know what's weird too I remember him saying, I think they were saying that he didn't even want to be there. So it makes me feel weird that he's all this. If it, Is he really hurt? Or is, I mean, I don't want to say this. I don't, you know, maybe allegedly he's really doing this because they may want him to be at a bigger market or something like that. I don't want to say that, but you know what I mean? I mean, come on, man. Like if it's his weight, Come on, Pelicans. Y'all know y'all got to do specific things to be on him so he can, you know, come on now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I get it. Y'all say, well, you, nah, that's no, come on now. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you paying, you looking at him being your future. I mean, come on, man. You know? But I, nah, I'm not letting him go. I ain't gonna lie with his weight, though. Live it down. I just can't lie. Parents live in Baton Rouge. We just went to Baton Rouge this past weekend. The food yeah. in Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> right and it's, i think he always gonna be a, you think, i think he's gonna be a big dude like that i think they need mm-hmm. to figure out a different way to do a diet because yeah. i think he's always gonna be that way you know what yeah. i mean i mean yeah they can put a big a bengay in, in a smoothie put some protein and some little veggies in it or something put something in it my god like get them straight but in, in all seriousness i think i mean i'll put some gumbo in a smoothie or put Couple it with a smoothie or something. My <laughs> the gosh, vegetarian like, gumbo. 
<laughs> right, some, something, right. Just get them something, but um, I, but I think, but I think, in all seriousness, I'm. It's it's, it's like it's weird because you're at a crossroads with Zion because it's almost like this is almost like a for David Griffin like this is whatever you do, you is. This is a, a a career ender potentially if you trade Zion, but if you hold on to Zion too late and then get no value from him, it's weird. They do Orleans is such in such a weird situation. If you look at the production that he did when he's healthy, you there would be no question that he would stay, but. The question is, if we have the same issue that happens again, where you play great this year, and then you lose and you miss half the season, that value can somewhat be diminished again. So it's kind of one of those, like you said, it's got to be a, a, a knock me off my feet type of deal. It's got to be multiple picks, a multiple, you know, at least uh, at least a perennial All Star. Uh, I, I don't even say perennial. I think perennial might be a, a, might be too 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 much of a, too much of an ask. But an all-star caliber player and some draft picks because, because yeah, because this because whatever David Griffin does or don't do, it could be potentially a career ender for him, and and a lot of it too. And I understand like you, the diet and all that, but it's, it, it also comes down to him as well too in uh, some of these state situations as well. But like you said, but that's what the staff is for in a sense. Where that's what their job is to, to to do these type of things. Yeah, if Zion likes certain things, let's have a healthier option of it. Let's do a let. You know what I'm saying? I'm serious. Like right, that's right. that's what they get paid for. I mean, oh, hey, I'm, like I'm said, smiling. I'm laughing they, because yeah. do you really think it's his weight, or it's just that he's playing eight? It's like an 82 game up and down, and maybe he needs uh, maybe some well, yoga, maybe yeah, that thing, salsa dancing. Or, but you know, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Because <laughs> yeah. that's what it, this was the problem. With his right. weight and his age, that's the problem. Where right. if he was a little bit lighter, it could be a situation where he could be more conducive and have more uh oh, stamina when it comes to um <laughs> wow. But when it comes, you know, as far as you know, the injury stuff, because you know, with that, with that, with his weight, that's gonna that puts pressure on the knees, the joints, those issues that he's having, okay. and like you said, and and and. And that might be, like you said, a testament to their training staff as well. Like he might be a situation where he might need to do yoga. He might need to do something like those type of activities. But that falls. And now you look at how, like, and and what's crazy is it's kind of weird because it's a catch one and two. Because if you trade for Zion, and did he become like and just to give you an example, if he goes to Charlotte, then he end up playing eighty some games. That's gonna be a testament to your training staff because you already somewhat right. have somewhat of a reputation when it comes to Anthony Davis. Because remember, Anthony Davis was almost eerily similar where he really couldn't get healthy. Damn. So right. you think to yourself, okay, well, is this is this a Pelicans thing? Like as far as so now you're looking at it from that standpoint. So it, either way, it's, it, it's that's why you know I always think general managers is a nice position, but I would not want to be in David Griffin's shoes, especially on 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 like a night like tonight, like. All of them got That's hurt. Remember that cousins got hurt. Yeah, got hurt and Rondo, right? <laughs> Wasn't it all of them? I love me. Yeah, because yeah. I think because yeah, because that's right. Because Boogie Toys Achilles deal. Yeah, 
That's right. But oh my god. I guess yeah, I to be that. fair, Boogie and Anthony Davis still kept getting hurt afterwards. So that's true. That's true too. Yeah, so right. But like I said, but but if Zion goes somewhere else and he's playing 82 games a year, that's that's yeah. gonna be oh, all don't trade him to Philly, don't trade him to Chicago because they got the deep dish. Don't don't trade. I'm sorry. You can't trade him anywhere. I mean, hell, I mean don't trade you him can't trade him <laughs> Hell no, nah, you can't no. I man. Oh, we, we had a been rough time in Memphis, B. No. We had a mm-hmm. rough time Because remember I told you Parrish about when I um, about, uh, about Broadway. Man, I, I was in a food coma, dog. I was like, I had to go to Smoothie King for like two days straight to get myself a job. No man, no sir. That much food. And this lady, she conned me from the mm. from the from the from the peach cobbler. To the cornbread, she was like, "You know, Martin Luther King loved my cornbread, <laughs> bro." Like, yeah, yeah. Oh. Michael Mass loved my fried fish. I don't know where he goes far when it comes from a food from a foodie standpoint. He can't escape it. Like, you see that meme in Wendy's? Huh? Somebody took a picture of him at Wendy's. For real? Oh yeah. boy. <laughs> hey, no, hey. Get your get your money, Zion. Hey, hey, that's that's a beast out there. But yeah, it's it's. It, I think it's something now. It's got to. He's yeah. He, I mean, but you know that's what's messed up from what I'm hearing. You know, watching podcasts like a lot of these young guys, they have these trainers and they have setups of how they're going to train and all these things. And it's like, did he not train when he was younger? Did he not have a, a setup? You know what I mean? I mean, he was bigger than everybody. You clearly could see that. And he can out-jump everybody. Yeah, I mean, he had a great upbringing because, I mean, his stepfather played um, played ball back in the day. You know, his mother was a track Duke, athlete. Maybe somebody at Duke can help you in training-wise. I mean, I think he's – honestly, I think it's the people in the organization. I think what it most boils down to, I guarantee you, Coach K would have – would get this coach k would have got him in line i even though like i said i was never like a big coach k fan but i know one thing he is tough as tough as i don't know what right and he would have got the best out of zion so i like yeah. coach k wouldn't let this fly coach k he would have put him on a diet he would have did something he would have did something i put it that way so yeah it, this different this that, i think it's crazy because like to me it's like this on you, bro. This on you, right? Because like, do yeah, I could I, I couldn't see Coach K putting up with something like this. One more question: Do you feel like if he lose weight, that he would have to change his game up because he's six six? You know what I mean? You think that that he would be in a different position because he was he's known as a power forward now? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, he doesn't wait on this. Would he be a small strength. forward or a shooting guard? You don't necessarily mean you lose your strength. You still could be strong, like built. Mm-hmm. Just you just gotta turn your weight into muscle. Turn your yeah, turn the fat into muscle. So I was getting you know, I'm about to have a, I was about to have a Charles Buckley moment. I got I got you know, before he was traded, that was brought up. I forgot who brought it up. They was like, Well, he's gonna have to lose some weight, and when he lose some weight, he ain't gonna be a power forward, he's gonna be like a they go a small forward or a shooting guard. And then everybody kind of overlooked what he was saying. Like, man, whatever. He's going to be all right. Because to me, I mean, he can almost literally be like almost how like Shaq was. Because this this is what really should have happened in him. He could be how how Shaq was in Orlando. That's how he should be like present day. 
Mm-hmm. Like he still be that big man running the floor. This and third, pause. But once he get like the L.A. Lakers, Miami Heat, he'll be you know if he got older, get, get that weight, and he was able he'll be able to be like a post presence. But dude, gonna be twenty three like next week. Like Damn, he's still young, right? Mm-hmm. And that's and that's that's where it's it's good and bad. It's like a catch twenty two. Because he he still got the time to get it right, but then if he don't get it right, right. it's gonna be a ticking time ball. So that's what's going on. Both of them, Jai and him, it's been three years. They gotta they gotta step up and get mature. Yeah, yeah. that's what's going on, man. Yeah, yeah. Because you heard their age, you like wow. Zion still is twenty two right now. Right, you got turn thirty three this week. Right. And so. We do think he is. So, what is a generational talent? Then that's 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 the other thing. Like, what are we looking at? I don't. I I, I hate that. I I, I used to say it loosely, mm-hmm. but to me, what do you deem as a generation? Like, like, I guess the perception to me when I think about the the textbook definition of generational and then talent, I've seen somebody like a Zion Waves. I've seen a Sean Kemp. But I'm a I'm a millennial now. When it comes to a a player in the Gen Z generation, have I seen somebody like Zion Williamson? No. But as a millennial, if you look at millennials, Gen X, Boomers, they've seen this type of talent before. Mm-hmm. But from but what about from a from a Gen Z perspective? Now I get that part, but what you think, Pete? Man, it's a player. I'm say a player that, you, that can do something that you've not necessarily never seen before, but like only like very few can do. Like right. I think of Jeremy Jackson's talent, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Shaq, how he just truly dominated those like the championship run with the Lakers. Um, even Steph Curry, like how he bought shooting and just changed the game. Right. Like I think Jeremy Jackson, I think of somebody that can do that and. and when even thinking of Zion, he first came in, like I hadn't seen nobody like that since LeBron. So he kind of fit their mode, but it just him actually showing actually showing the potential. You know, one that nobody will probably ever say is, and I'm learning that from just listening to podcasts and people talk about was Grant Hill. They were saying how Grant Hill's okay. first step changed the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, I never really paid it. They was like, man. Once you did that, they start making us train to defend that and how to do it. And I was like, wow. And I think that that's the the generational um, talent that they're really talking about. You know what I mean? Because yep. I think everybody passes the torch. Like, you know, after Steph, I mean, look at Trey Young. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of like even like when you just mentioned Grand Hill. Like Penny Hardaway when he came yeah, like first Penny came Hardaway. in, but Magic yeah, Johnson, oh. nobody seen yeah. nobody like that tall point guard since Magic Johnson. Right. He came in, and- right? You know, you go on and on and on, and I think that's really that's part of the game, and that's everybody. To me, I was thinking about it today when we were talking about. I was like, man, really, everybody is because everybody have their own way of doing anything, do the way they play basketball. Everybody have their own thing, and nobody, whatever their thing is, a lot of people can't stop it. You know what I mean? And then when you can't stop it, what you what you do, like Allen Iverson's crossover, everybody say Allen Iverson's crossover. 
But I hate to tell y'all, Tim Hardaway was nasty. Tim Hardaway. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Tim Hardaway was nasty. You know what I mean? But um, anyway. Yeah. it's I, And I think we use that term very loosely a lot. So it's kind of one of those where it's it's got to be defined. But, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, 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 yeah. So, and also before we do, we head on, then I head up to the next topic. But Peachock, we and you talked about Penny Hardaway, and I. This is another development that happened today uh, with Penny Hardaway being suspended well, for three games. So yeah. What's your thoughts on that? On that, um, Peachock, your thoughts on that? Hey, I mean, it was the next topic. If it was random to me, but hey, and stuff like always coming for Penny, so I'm glad it's on three games. I know. Right? <laughs> I'm not. I'm what? not shocked at this point. Anything that happens, so three games, school. <laughs> Serve your three games and get back to it. What happened? What a recruiting violation. I guess she visited. It's a time period you're supposed to visit players in their homes. You're going to visit them at their school, and he visited a player at his home two years ago in the fall or something. Yeah. Three games. Yeah, man. NCAA. I'm telling you, man, they come down on you, man. It's crazy. If you, yeah, be like that. Welcome to. Man, yeah. What y'all doing in Memphis, man? Y'all gotta learn to play, play. You know, it's rules for a reason. <laughs> exactly. I, I really don't think Penny Hardaway reads the rule book, right? <laughs> I know one to write nothing. I almost yeah, made a tweet together. I was waiting tweet today saying Memphis point guards and getting suspended, shaking with the shaking hands and mochi between. Yeah, but yeah. So, fellas, we gotta talk about. Um, and I, I and I, last week we talked about this a little bit in detail. So we talked. Um, so we talk about um, EA Sports is being sued. So uh, the Brander Group, um, which is a group that negotiate group licensing deals for over fifty Division One schools, is suing EA Sports over the NIL deal offered to um, to players. And this is in, in the wake of the NCAA 25 game that we're anticipating to happen next year. Um, so basically, um, EA Sports um, contacted the Brandon Group in 2021, and this according to Front Office Sports. Um, and then EA Sports went with one team partners, and that was the that we talked about last week. One team partners is a group that partnered with EA Sports as far as um, acquiring the NILs and pretty much sorting all this out as far as the compensation and what have you for the players. So basically, essentially, what this is is the Brandon Group is now suing um, EA Sports for not including them in negotiations for NIL payments um, for this upcoming game. So, um, your thoughts on this lawsuit? Um, does it even stick? And then. Are we going to get NCAA 25 or not? I'm going to go with your first piece, Sean. What you got? I don't really have no doubt. I, I just hope it don't stick so we can get NCAA football back. That's the main reason. I'm planning on getting the system next year. I know. Bro, uh, I, that's said that last year. That's said that last week. Yep. That's the only yeah. reason, yep. I grew up on it. Like, and I remember, you know, having to find players' rosters online and trying to right. edit each player before we got, you know, <laughs> PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, where you can go online and find it somewhere to download it. But, <laughs> This time you catch get the players in the game like they yeah they they gotta find a way to get past this lawsuit. You need it. Facts. You speaking to the you speaking to the quiet P Sean. What you got, Maui? I, I mean, they're really trying not to make making it really hard not to have this game. So I I looked it up and then I the you know with the players what they were being offered. Majority of players said we'll take that five hundred dollars. You know what I mean? They said it was certain players that probably want more, but they're probably going to be leaving anyway. I'm like, okay, cool. 
and I'm listening to what you're saying. I'm like, you know what? Make the damn game. Pay everybody. Because what's going to happen is dudes like you two is going to, it's going. It's a lot of people, y'all, demographic they're not even thinking of that's going to go get this game, that's going to go get a system for it, and it's going to go over the top. You know what I mean? I think they were saying, like, the players, I mean, I, to, I know you're saying they're being sued, but, man, just go ahead. If they suing you, just go ahead and put them in there so they can get paid, too, so y'all go ahead and make this damn game so y'all can get over the hump, figure out what y'all need to do for the next one, because this is ridiculous, man. This is like people fighting over Prince Estate or something like that. Like, this is weird, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Everybody want to pee. Well, what about me? They supposed to say something about me too. Like, you know, this is yeah. ridiculous, man. Yeah, I mean, it's I don't know how to feel about this. I'm almost like I'm ready to see emotional damage. <laughs> and again, it even it, like and we still got a year left to go for this. So right, I don't I don't I don't know how to feel. I I feel like I, I feel like Ralphie on the Christmas story. Like I'm not gonna get that BB gun. Like Pete, my teacher telling me I'm gonna shoot my eye out. My mama go my mom and my daddy told me I'm gonna get, you know shoot my eye out. I I want this game to come out. Like I'm at I'm at a point at which end where let's just come to an agreement. I, I understand from the player's perspective, yes, I, I want you to get more money because yeah, yeah the five hundred dollars is this chump change. You do need to get some more. I don't, you know, I don't think you're gonna get the the twenty thousand that the NFL guys get. Yeah, like the hell. they only get seventeen to twenty grand. Right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. They not, they they don't. I don't necessarily think they're gonna get it because obviously because it's ten thousand of them compared to three or four thousand that's in the NFL. Well, I don't know. This probably more. I'm. I give a take. Yeah, it's gotta be more. Would, I'm just saying. Why would they guys. get more than than Madden? Like, you know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. Probably because well because of the sales of the game. I think right. I think it's gonna that, that especially that Pacific game if they if they get the cut from the revenue, they'll they'll probably rival that because of just how much that that game is gonna make. Because like we said, man, you get it's have a fourteen a, a game that's ten years old costs over two hundred dollars. Like it cost it's the system, right. the system okay. that you got for it pay is is more. Right. Than the actual game itself, so I, I get where they come from. I don't necessarily think they're going to get what the NFL counterparts are going to get, but I say you know in the, at least over a thousand parts for compensation wise, like you said. But it is uh, it's going to be some outliers. It's going to be you know about uh, maybe about five ten percent of the college football population of, of the players that's going to say, hey, you know, it, you know, this it's, it's going to be some David Ruffins in there. You know, I ain't they ain't coming to see you, Otis. But we kind of don't care. I mean, honestly, we want the game, so we can put Otis in the game. We can put Otis in the game. You know, we can create Otis in the game. So, do you think this is shame? Like, this is just terrible promoting of the game because, like, in the end, they be like, we we're gonna we gonna make the game anyway, give everybody what they want, and then we all run out there because we like, man, they actually go make the game, like. You know what I'm saying? You know how they always try to use negativity to promote stuff. I'm a, I love boxing. They do it all the time. You know what yeah, I mean? I don't, yeah, I don't think so. I mean, to me, they they don't they don't need to do anything with us. Hell, we still buy bad, and and it's the same product every year, year in out. Trust me, I I, I you know it, I trust I I trust somebody saying they can call me right back. Before I, I would trust Madden going to improve. 
But guess what? I'm still a fool. I'm still going to buy it. Regardless, I'm still going to put my $60 every year for the same game. All these are just different rosters and maybe different jerseys. You 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 don't have to p- please us. We gullible. We green. <laughs> just, just give us the damn game. That's true. Like, <laughs> We don't care. We don't care. Like, we don't care. Like, that's true. We don't care. Like, and that's exactly what I watched. And they were saying 80% of the, they said, no, they said majority of the players is not tripping off that $500. They just want to be a part of the game because some of them ain't going to never have a chance to be on the game. They said it's the players' union that is pushing it so hard because they feel they know they can you know what i mean yeah so i was like that happened a lot i was like it was like the players union is really pushing that they they feel that they can get more money yeah it's about the leverage because they know especially if a game in this magnitude is as at the time of the release it's going to be 11 years since the last game (laughs) so this is a good opportunity for them to strike the iron wire is hot so i get where the the players union get it but us as the consumer, let's get it done. Let's get her done. Because, <laughs> um, look. They will, I mean, I, man. They yeah. will. You, you already said that y'all green. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm still paying fight night from 2011. Right. You know? <laughs> so, hey, right. Like I said, you know, like you said, y'all green, so. They know that. Yeah, we, we fall for it. Yeah, we fall, we fall for it every year. Oh, yeah, this is going to be, you know, it's, <laughs> oh, it ain't nothing change. The same messed up graphics. And now you might get beat by a Patrick Mahomes pass when he bought the fall, which probably would piss me off. I would probably have to get a new phone. I mean, have to get a new TV, game system, a new wall. Get a, you know. <laughs> Just imagine losing. That's why I like. That's why I'm kind of scared about the next gen console. I know this kind of off the rails, but that's why I'm kind of mad. Like, let's imagine you lose on some on a play like that. I would have to. I've got to tighten up my renter's insurance because a whole but uh, it's about to be a hole in this damn wall. Because if I lose that something like that, I'm going to hell off. Like, ain't no way. I don't play a whole hour and then lose to Patrick Holmes on some, some crap like that. I just have swollen thumbs. <laughs> yeah, the wall gonna be swollen. The wall gonna be punched. <laughs> I have to get some sheetrock. Not sheetrock, but um, yeah, some somebody up in here to patch that that patch that hole in the wall. Played <laughs> it, uh, yeah. So, fellas, let's put a bowl on tonight's Couch Coach Live. So, I'm going to go around the horn, fellas. Uh, game ball. Who gets his game this week's game ball for you, P-Shark? What you got? Man, I give it to Candace Parker. She became – she got – she made history. Um, only player in WNBA history. They got 6,500 points, 3,000 rebounds, 1,500 assists, 600 blocks, and 500 steals. Thought that was a random stat, but – and Candace Parker still displaying her greatness after all these years. So, salute. Yeah, Candace, I know you married, but you still find to me. Anytime you get bored. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. My bad. And I ain't pausing. 
Yeah. <laughs> the real CP3. No tea, no shade. You already know what time it is. <laughs> what you got, Maui? Oh, uh, man. I didn't know who I was going to give it to. And then I saw something. Um, I'm really um, just giving um, a game ball to Tobias um, Taylor. He's going for the DC Defenders. He's trying out for the XFL team. So I want to send some. Uh, some praise, some, you know what I'm saying, some love his way, man, and some encouragement, you know what I mean? Keep going and following your dream, man. You know, because of the pandemic, he wasn't able to, uh, he was playing for Union, he was doing well. He wasn't able to, um, he wasn't able to uh, go into the draft like he wanted to, so he had to do arena football and everything, so it seemed like, you know, this is an opportunity for him, so hope everything go well. Yeah. So I gotta give my game ball this week to another fellow Scorpio and uh, a member of the October 27th club, Lou Will. So my okay. guy Lou Will, uh three years apart, but Lou Will uh retired from the NBA officially this weekend, uh ending a 17-year career, uh three times six man of the year, um, scored the most points in uh, off the bench in NBA history. Average almost 14 points per game. Um, the great NBA career, but the one of the best things about Lou Will is that that flavor combination that he has at Magic City, <laughs> the Lou Will lemon, uh, lemon pepper barbecue. If lemon pepper, if lemon pepper and honey barbecue had a baby, it would be these wings. So how they taste scrumptious. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, 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 I wanted to go this time when you know when I was down in Atlanta, but I think I'll be back in October. Uh, I think you know I'll, I'll, I'll make a Mag City Monday uh, trip down there, make a voyage back to Atlanta uh, for that. Uh, so yeah, Lou Will, those wings are delectable. They're pretty good, and I'm, and I, and I'm not a wing guy. Just imagine if he had that flavor in a boneless wing. Bro, I probably took to the crib. Pause. <laughs> but yeah, man. Shout out to I got Lou Will. You know, hey, October twenty seventh in the building. That's what's Shout up, man. For sure. But yeah, I'm man. on LeBron. You next. Oh, hey, all right now. Don't say you be careful what you stay for. Then, hey man, I'm ready. We're for gonna, we're gonna miss him. We're gonna miss him. Don't do that because now I'm thinking, Lord, because my only hope is him and, and Andre Iguodala. They're my last two 84 guys. Lord, if they retire, I, that's going to make me really feel old. Because <laughs> when I'll tell you, when, when I found out when, when they had that rumor that Iggy retired, I'm like, man, don't do that. Like, now he's the oldest player in the league. Come on oh, now, don't do retire. that. Oh, my God. Oh, man. man. Hey, that's 84 guys. We got to stay in the game. We got to keep collecting these checks. <laughs> Come on now. Shoot. Come on, man. Come on. UD, 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 UD just turned 43. Uh, UD. <laughs> he yeah, he just, kids. right. Yeah, <laughs> keep, keep getting them checks, 84 guys. Come on, 84. Keep getting them checks, man. We, hey, don't, you know, we, 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 we just, we'll be 40 next year. It's all good. We, we still can play in the league. Come on now. He'll be uh, Mike Gundy's <laughs> old, Mike Gundy's old age. Right, 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 like, man. That's gonna be epic. Can't wait for that. I've been waiting since I was like 25 when I heard that. 
My prediction is if he don't do well this year, I believe him and Steph gonna play together. Oh no! Let's go. Hey, let me be quiet. That's right. We 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 got a good word from the good brother. Don't 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 do it. I believe that's how he's gonna end his career. He's gonna be playing with Steph. Telling y'all, I got the weirdest feeling. It's a possibility. Especially with that GM leaving, they gonna be the same. Oh boy, Mike Dunn leaving. Oh boy, (laughs) I feel I, I bro. I really feel for Mike Dunn leaving. That's a mess that he got to clean up. He got a mess to clean up. Mm-mm. That's I rather rake leaves <laughs> and, and pick up tra- pick up trash from the street than to deal with what's going to happen to Golden State. I'm serious. Like it's so much stuff that he got to do because now you got to think what you going to do with Draymond. What you going to do? Like because they're in a weird mode because like you want to get yourself straight for the future, but then it's almost like you're still hanging on to the past. They've been doing it's that weird. for a while. They won championships doing that. I will say that. But right. they've been doing that for a while. Like they let Wiseman go. Like Yeah. And luck yeah, was set up for it too. Right. Yeah, but he gonna be all right in, in Detroit. My boy Monty gonna get him straight. I think that also if he do well there and don't get hurt, yeah. you gotta start looking at the organization. Yeah. He gonna be all right in Detroit. He, he found him a little home in Detroit, possibly, and hopefully Marvin Bagley the third get himself get together too. Cause, cause, I, man, they could, they man, they could, they could have got Luca, bro. Sacramento could have got Luca, mm. but no, everything worked out good for him. Though. You know what I'm saying they're doing good now, so you're doing good now, but whew, if it won't, my goodness. They did. They did something looking to do this year, <laughs> right? Finally, but yeah, but Mike Dunleavy, he got, he's got a, he's got a hell of a job, man. I, I don't wish, even though I'm a, I'm a Carolina guy, I don't wish, I don't, I don't even wish Mike Dunleavy on a job like this. So, <laughs> with Dun, hey, Mike Dunleavy joining you, he can start playing again. Uh, he only forty, he only forty two. He can go to play for Phoenix, <laughs> right? They, they that, need extra shoot off the bench, <laughs> bro. Now that makes me feel extremely old. Like I remember Mike Dunn leaving, like for real, for real. Like that's crazy. He's 42, man. I seen that the other day. I was like, huh? He can't be this old, man. We can't come on now. <laughs> we peers, dog. <laughs> so yeah, we'll put a bowl tonight. Show y'all uh, final thoughts and also um social media and, and plug plug away P Shark, because you got a lot going on, brother. Oh man, definitely, man. Appreciate y'all having me on again, man. I always love. Definitely have to get y'all on LBR. We got on oh, Let's Be Real Media. We are coming up starting this month. Start doing division reviews of every NFL division. Try to have a fan for each team on the podcast and each for each divisional episode. But follow me on Twitter at the one D A O N E underscore P Shark and at LBR underscore Media. You can follow me on mostly on Twitter. Is where I'm tweeting, but. Instagram, TikTok, LBR underscore media. Um, listen to podcasts on any podcast network at Let's Be Real Sports or subscribe subscribe to us on YouTube at Let's Be Real Media. Maui, yeah. final thoughts before we head on out. Oh, man. Great show as usual. Uh, uh, man, um, Deshaun Morgan on Facebook, DT Morgan 78 Instagram. Uh, man, see what this draft about to bring. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Once again, great show. Definitely great opportunity. You know, glad I got my guy P Shock on the show. You know, 
many times we will have you know, you know, we'll do something similar for our um, our uh, NFL preview. So definitely uh, Titans. Uh, we'll have you as our Titans guys. Probably gonna be a, a nice little log jam. You, Mike, Meg, <laughs> and I don't know who who represent our Jags. I mean the Jags. So you know, so who knows? Hey, Mike, we'll, you know, Mike we'll get all together. For, yeah, Mike right. represent for everybody. <laughs> yeah, as a matter of fact, he was he was my Jags guy when I was on my um, when I had a Commanders podcast. He we previewed the game. Um, we played Jacksonville last year. So yep, yeah. So it'll be. You know, but pretty much I got I got the self straight. That's that's the one thing I know for sure. I got that got that sold up. But um, yeah. Once again, appreciate. You know, obviously, um, good to you know, so you know, kind of, kind of reunite because obviously, yeah. you know, from 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 Atlanta. But you know, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yeah. So uh, yeah, man, definitely appreciate you for coming on tonight. Uh, so pretty much social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Couch Coach Live. Uh, check out the podcast anyway. Get your podcast, Apple, Spotify. We're there. Uh, Couch Coach Live, YouTube as well. So pretty much anywhere, Couch Coach Live, um, we're there. So, yeah, man. So this wraps up tonight's Couch Coach Live. Like you said, the draft is tomorrow. So looking forward to um, what's going to partake in the draft, what the trades are going to be, who's going to be where. Can Zion be? having a new home somewhere um tomorrow's gonna be an interesting night and definitely looking forward to it as well so we'll catch you guys next week man this has been this week's couch coach live and we're out welcome